Sky Carumba, July 2nd through 8th, 2023. The first of four so-called supermoons in a row is this week. On Monday, full moon will be at 1139 Universal Time at a distance of 361,926 kilometers between the center of the Earth and the center of the moon. The August 1 full moon will be closer at 357,510 kilometers. The August 31 full moon will be even closer 357,356 kilometers, and the September 29 full moon will be farther at 361,658 kilometers. Compare those numbers to lunar apogee, which exceeds 400,000 kilometers. Having a close full moon means it will look a little bigger and a little brighter than average. Since this month's full moon is also on the same day as Southern Lunistus, it will seem especially close and bright to Southern Hemisphere sky watchers. The Lunastis declination on the 3rd is 27.8 degrees south. The actual lunar perigee is the next day at 360,100 kilometers. These close full moons will have an effect along ocean coastlines all around the world. Tides can be very high when the moon's full and close. And in many places when high tide is very high, Low tide is very low. People generally understand that the moon has something to do with tides, but the most commonly held idea of how tides work isn't correct. Maybe for you it started in grade school when a teacher explained that the moon's gravity pulls on Earth's water and causes the tides. Well, that's a partial explanation. It leaves out the rest of what's happening and gives the impression that the moon's gravity is very selective, somehow pulling only on the water that's in the ocean and not on anything else. Think about it. The tides barely affect huge lakes, and you don't notice any tidal effect in a swimming pool or a sink full of dishwater that you forgot to drain. Plus, most places with tides have high tide twice a day. The moon's closest to any point on Earth just once a day. So there is more going on. The moon's gravity is actually pulling on everything on Earth. That's how gravity works. If something has mass or energy, it's affected by gravity. Even light beams follow curved paths around black holes because the gravity's that strong. As the moon goes around the Earth, it tugs on its parent planet. Now, the Earth has more mass and tugs back, and the result is like when a big, strong adult and a small child pull on a rope in tug of war. The adult's harder to move, and the child goes along with the tugs, and so the moon goes around the Earth. That's not to say the moon's gravitational pull on Earth is inconsequential. Earth actually is nudged a little by the moon, and that's what causes the tides. It's comparable to having a glass of water and moving it back and forth on a tabletop. The water sloshes back and forth, getting high on one side of the glass and low on the other. You're moving the glass and the water together, but the glass and the water get out of sync because the glass isn't fluid like the water. On Earth, land masses aren't fluid, but water is, so the oceans get sloshed around in tides. You don't see the same effect in swimming pools and sinks because the containers are too small. The change in force is applied more quickly throughout the container and the liquid, negating any tidal effect. 
Same thing with the Coriolis effect, which makes ocean currents curve, but some people wrongly think has something to do with which way the water swirls when they flush the toilet. Lunar perigee is on Tuesday at 360,100 kilometers. That same night, the moon will be near Pluto. You can't see Pluto without a very dark sky and a high-grade telescope, and the just-past-full moon will certainly keep you from seeing it. I'm telling you so you know where it is in case you want to try to impress someone. The moon's waning gibbous when it passes Saturn on Friday. The ringed planet rises in late evening in Aquarius. It's retrograde, meaning it's moving westward. Last quarter will be next Monday. The moon will pass Jupiter on Tuesday morning next week. You don't get to see Mercury this week. It was in superior conjunction on Saturday. Give it a few more weeks to come around from the other side of the sun into the evening sky. You'll have a good chance to see it late this month when the moon is near it on the 19th and when the planet's near Regulus on the 28th. Mars and Venus are getting close to Regulus this week. Mars will pass by Leo the Lion's bright star next Sunday and Monday evening. Venus will not catch up to Mars. It will turn around before it gets to Regulus and head sunward. Start watching the show this week. Earth is at aphelion on Thursday at 1.017 astronomical units from the Sun. One astronomical unit is the average distance the Earth is from the Sun. That's almost 150 million kilometers. At perihelion in January, Earth is about 152.5 million kilometers from the Sun. Sky Karumba.